Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Well, you're listening to the Following following On podcast in partnership with the ECB. I'm John Norman. And uh, for the next 20 minutes or so, joined by the former England internationals, Darren Goff and Matt Pryor, to look back at uh, a completely contrasting first day of the third test between West Indies and England. The West Indies skipper, Craig Brathwaite, winning the toss, putting England into bat on a greenish wicket. And it didn't take long for his bowlers to make their mark. And that one is driven and caught. Oh, he's nicked off Joe Root. He has nicked off the England captain. Joseph again beats him and nicks it. Yes, he does. Here's Jaden Seals in once again. Bowled him. He's straight through. England collapsing. 46 for two became 90 for eight. And on the verge of being dismissed for a low total. But Jack Leach and Sakeem Mahmood came together with a score on 114 for nine and recorded a crucial 10th wicket partnership. Holder again. That's a great shot by Jack Leach. I'm going to move that up to the shot of the day now just because it's Jack. Here's Kyle Mayers again. Sakeem Mahmood down the wicket now. He's launched it over long on. Straight over the boundary for six. The pair put on 90 runs. Scarcely believable at times as England eventually closed in on 204 all out. There is plenty to look back on over the next 20 minutes or so. You're listening to Following On here on Talk Sport 2 in partnership with the ECB. Okay, Matt Pryor, Darren Goff alongside me. I don't actually know where to start. Do we start with West Indies bowling? the good or West Indies bowling the bad Matt I'll I'll start with you let's start with the good shall we okay I think when we came when we turned up today and we had a look at the pitch Darren Goff said it would be a brave decision to put a team into bat which the West Indies did they won the toss um, and it looked like it was the right the right call Um, of course you you have to bowl in the right areas you have to but there's you know there's extra pressure on a bowling lineup when you win the toss and bowl first 
You know, it's very easy for the bowling unit to think, right, we've got to chase wickets here. We have to have them five down, six down at lunch. And the West Indies didn't do that. We've spoken quite a lot about this new look West Indian bowling lineup that has control, that has discipline. Um, and they, they did that brilliantly. Um, there was movement. The wicket did misbehave at times. It was moving sideways, a bit of a, up and down as well. Um, and tended to get actually worse as we got nearer to lunch and certainly after lunch. Um, so I thought, you know, the West Indies bowled well. But the England top order didn't, you know, there were some soft dismissals. On a, on a pitch like this, if if you get a good one, you know, if one jags back through the gate, clips the top of off, you sort of think, fair enough, or rears up steeply and takes, you know, rips your thumb off, fine, no worries. But, you know, Crawley's dismissal is a, a another, really, I mean, he doesn't mind a soft dismissal, does he, Zach Crawley? At the, at the moment, he's sort of 100 or, or not many and, and gives it away. Uh, something that he's going to have to work on, particularly as an opening batsman. You've got to put such a high price on your wicket. And he chipped one to cover. Um, Lee's got stuck in. Again, didn't really look fluent at any stage. Didn't really get going, but obviously not the wicket for it. Um, but yeah, I think West Indies bowled well. England didn't bat well. Um, and that sort of sums up the first part, and I suppose. And then, yeah, <laughs> coffee. I mean, it was incredible, wasn't it? I mean, let's not forget, the 55 over stage... You know, wokes out, really poor shot, straight after the tea break. 114 for nine. And it was as though the West Indies thought, right, we've done this, lads. We just have to wait and uh, and we'll be batting soon. We've seen England in this situation where they do all the hard work, they get the opposition eight and nine down, and they struggle to knock over the tail ender. And, and, and it often happens in cricket. I, I can't give you an answer why we all get told why it happens is you lose your discipline, uh, you lose your um, belief. Um, they bowled so well all day, the West Indies. And, and as I said, they'll sit in that dressing room and if they really assess the day, they'd still be happy dismissing England for 204 all out after winning the toss. But there'll be huge disappointment there because it could have been 115 all out. Let's be honest. Uh, and it's given England a chance now to get back into the game and possibly win the game. It really, really has. But what happens is, a partnership goes, they hit a couple of boundaries, frustration kicks in, you start to bowl short because you don't want to get driven by the lower order batters who tend to drive, that's what they wait for, the ball on the front foot. And then they didn't dismiss them, so it goes shorter and shorter, and then they just start taking ones and twos and the edges, the mistakes come in, drop catches, the keeper had a nightmare today for the West Indies. Absolute nightmare behind the stumps. And the score just kept ticking along. And then the West Indies just bowled for the new ball. They bowled two part-time spinners to get to the new ball. Have you ever seen that when England, when, when a team are in, in trouble in a test match? I, I I've never seen it. I haven't, and I couldn't believe it. 18 buys, by the way, uh, Joshua De Silva. I thought it was incredible. And I think, really, that's where you, you have to look at the captain, for me. Because... Essentially, the captain's bowling himself when he's had, you know, the wicket shared around. It's not like he was reliant on two main bowlers and he knew that, they, that he needed them to bowl with a new ball because that was his best chance of taking that wicket. You know, Joseph has, had bowled well, Seals had bowled well, Roach had bowled decent, and Mayers had taken two wickets. So he got four bowlers and he's essentially bowling Blackwood, Bonner and, and himself. I thought it was very, very strange. It was very strange. I mean, it was awful. If, if it was the cap, and it, you know, the captain has to take responsibility for making those, making those decisions. But it's not just, not just one guy. You know, he's got 10 other blokes that need to step up there and they all disappeared. 
It was almost like the fielders just disappeared. Suddenly, it was like they were standing there waiting for Jack Leach to play a rubbish shot and get out. But that was the only way he was going to get out, was if he played a rubbish shot. And you can't do that in test cricket. Suddenly, there's a run-out opportunity. They miss it. Suddenly, there's a half-chance, guys. They miss it. Because they've just taken their foot off the gas. They aren't, you know, they aren't on it. And the, the most imp- the crucial point is in test cricket, you can't pick and choose when you're, when you're going to have intensity. You have to have it all day long, every single ball. You watch Darren Goff running in at the end of a day's play. Every ball, he's charging in. You can't just go, oh, it's not really doing anything anymore. We've got 10 overs to the new ball, so we'll just go about our business and sort of lose the intensity. Oh, but when the new ball comes, we'll suddenly raise the intensity again. doesn't happen. And that is spot on there, you know, because you even looked at him in the field and we saw Seals. I know he's a young lad, but he needs to kick up the backside after that bit of fielding there. Big smile on his face in the end, letting it go for four. Then realised he wasn't going for four. Then he had to dive, nearly went head into the, uh, uh, into the sponsors' advertising boards. And then he could have got injured because he's had to dive in the end when it was a simple chase. Some of it was genuinely embarrassing. Mm. And that was, what, that was one part. You know, as a washed up ex has been pro cricketer how hard we worked every day and you're watching that and you're thinking imagine if i always think about it, imagine if there was someone in the stands there today that's never watched international cricket and it's been sold to them that we're going to go watch some of the best players in the world all right and they're watching that as a product they must be thinking these blokes are rubbish like but that's that's what people are seeing that was our marketing of test cricket i mean even that last wicket we joked about it and we shouldn't really summed it up that and someone in the crowd will be sitting there first time to watch cricket these are the best in the world this lot they're watching that going that was pretty awful you know it's not a great advert is it i often watch england play cricket and i think because england plays so much test cricket they know exactly what you're saying it's ingrained in them they know that even when they're behind the game or even when they're ahead of the game, they've just got to be playing the game at its absolute intensity. And, and they have bad spells. You know, we, we see that regularly, but they, you very rarely see the intensity drop. You know, even when they're toiling in the field and they're not taking wickets, it's still there. And when England play at home, a lot of the time, unless they're coming up against an India or an Australia, what I find is is that England are waiting for the other team to blink, essentially, because they simply don't play as much test cricket. So as soon as they get behind in the game, the opposition that is, they don't have it in them. They don't they almost have the muscle memory to fight their way back. And that's almost what England are waiting for at home. And it works more often than not. Away, it doesn't so much. But today, the West Indies, who I've been impressed with in terms of their discipline, I've liked the fact that they've kept faithful to their bowling attack you know it's the same bowling attack apart from the spinner throughout but it just it showed to me a team that don't play enough test cricket in that moment they were a team that had forgotten the basics and that is that they need to do the basics every single time they take to the field but saying that you could forgive drop catches i well you can because they happen but for me, to be bowling for a new ball when you've got a team nine down, I've never, ever seen that happen before. And I very much doubt I'm, I'm going to see it again. There were, a f- there were a few words. Actually, I tell you what, let's hear from... Um, because there were some great positives from England today. And one of them was the, uh, the, the batting of uh, their number 11, 
Sakib Mahmood. He was involved in a bit of a war of words with Jaden Seals towards the end of the day. He was complaining he couldn't see the ball shortly before smashing a four. Actually, smashing two fours, one's from Joseph, one from Blackwood. He fell to the final delivery of the day, but he's just been talking with uh, Samuel Badri. Sakib, I truly believe that I'll be speaking to you this evening as a not-out batsman. Just wasn't to be highest score in first-class cricket, 49, your first six, the first time you faced over 100 balls in first-class cricket. You quite enjoyed that knockout there, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, you know, once I got in, it was, it was good fun. Once we saw off... Uh, Ozari and Jaden at the start. It was quite hard work to start with, but we just knew if we if we stuck in there, then um, you know they'd have to turn to part-time bowlers and stuff before the new ball, and that's when we could cash in a little bit. Uh, luckily, we got to that stage and, and sort of built a partnership from there, and uh, yeah, we were pretty set when that new ball came along. And tell us a little bit about that partnership. 114 for nine when you went out there, you got past 290 runs. You guys put together for that tenth wicket. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, we, we were obviously just taking it in, in short bursts, um, you know, we were trying to see off their main bowlers and that was the conversations at the start, is uh, get through this period and then we can cash in a little bit later. Um, and that's what we did and when we got to the second new ball it was just a case of carry on playing the way we are, uh, you know, play the ball on its merit and if it's there to hit then, then go all out. The West Indian seamers did well with the ball, with the new ball in particular, got some lateral movements, some bounce. You spent a lot of time out in the middle. What have you gleaned from the surface that will prove instructive for you guys as you get set to bowl in your innings tomorrow? Look, there's definitely um, a lot of lateral movement, especially with the new ball and once it gets harder. Um, and as the ball gets softer, I think the wicket flattens out a little bit. Uh, but there's always a ball in there and you know, I thought they were pretty disciplined uh, but you know, our partnership was crucial because it just wore them into ground a little bit um, and then we started to get a few bad balls when they were chasing it. And if you were to assess the day's play, 204 all out in the first day, where do you see things stand at the moment? Look, it was obviously a tricky wicket, both sides wanted to bowl first. Uh, we have a session by session mantra and um, you know, I think the last session was a win there and, and that's something we've got to take away from the day. It's probably not the best start we wanted, uh, but you know, credit to West Indies, I thought they bowled exceptionally well. Uh, but now we've got a chance to bowl tomorrow morning with that new ball, so hopefully we can do similar. Thanks very much for your time. Well played today. Thank you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including... England against Scotland and England against Australia. 
In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies. In the culinary capital of the Caribbean, there truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Sakiba Mood, who top scored for England with 49. England bowled out for 204. And that's the point, really, isn't it, Goffey? Because England know now that they're in the game, at least for a session. Possibly, possibly two, depending on, on how well they, they bowl tomorrow. Yeah, I, I think they're well in the game. I think England have got an attack from what we've seen in this pitch so far. Yeah, it's not a minefield. Um, we've seen a little bit of swing through the air. It's not that much off the pitch. It's been through the air. If you look at Sales, the way he bowled and, and uh, Joseph, it was swing. And Mayers, when he came in, it was swing, outswing and in-swing, at will. And, and if anything, it's lost that. It, it had an even bounce and it was two pace, wasn't it, this morning? I think the first two sessions. I think that evened out and it became moved through the air. So if it happens tomorrow, England have definitely got a bowling attack that can trouble the West Indies. They take early wickets and they're well, well and truly in this game. Yes, the pitch got easier to bat on. We did see that in uh, the first test match as well. England lost a, a clump of wickets and then that was it for the rest of the test. It was. I'm not sure we're going to see that. Um, that wicket of Mahmood. Now, I know it's a number 10. Um, it's not going to change the, the course of the game. But from a mental perspective, Matt, the West Indies are going to go in, buoyed by the fact they got that wicket, but they also now know exactly what's going to take place tomorrow. Was that, was that a big moment? You saw Jack Leach trying to calm Mahmood down, trying to get him through to the next day. Does that just... Is that actually a bigger moment in this match than, than possibly an, an, a number 11 batsman getting out normally would be? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those moments. England would have been desperate on the... I mean, you could see five away, five away from a 50, test match 50. Um couldn't help him, ran down the wicket and hit a good shot down the ground for four, one away, and you're just thinking, don't do it, don't do it, just keep calm, keep calm. And it was such a, again, a soft dismissal. I mean, he done brilliant. He played brilliantly, so let's not, let's not hammer him for it. But, no. but it, is, it is one of those moments. It is one of those moments that you have to be ruthless and go, right, let's make the West Indian bowlers get their boots on again tomorrow morning, even if it's for one ball. The fact that the team have to walk out, then the opening bat, West Indian opening batsmen have only got 10 minutes to, rep to prepare. They've got to run off, get the pads on. All those little one percenters add up. Um, so, look, is it going to change the outcome of this game? Probably not. Is it one that West Indies got away with? Yes, definitely. The other thing as well is that at one stage, it was looking like England were going to have to bowl the West Indies out for about 180, maybe 200. First in his lead of 80, you'd say. Now, Windies are going to have to get 300 on the board, really, to, to, put, to feel that they're ahead of the game. Because they're going to have to bat last on that pitch. The pressure's back on them. And England, England have got, they've got a foothold in the game. They've, they, should never have, they should never have been allowed to get back into yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, West Indies, uh, if you want to be negative, they'll be saying um, we've had a shocker today. But as I said, at the start of the day, to ball England out for 200, you've got to take it. So they're going to come back in tomorrow and say, right, we've done 
we've done what we wanted to do. We bowled England now on day one of a test match. Now we've got to bat and we've got to bat all day and put ourselves in a position where we can win this test match. They're going to take each session at a time. They've got the batters who are informed. They've got centuries amongst them. They've got a captain who's in the form of his life. They're going to get past the new ball and frustrate England throughout. That's what they've got to do. Um, and tomorrow, if the West Indies are still batting, the favourites to win the game. But as Joe Root said at the toss, when he lost it, he would have bowled first. We heard that from uh, Saki Mahmood there. He thinks the pitch will get uneven, more uneven as the game goes on. So even if West Indies get an 80 lead, right? An 80 lead, which will take some doing, by the way. It'll take some doing. They even get an 80 lead. England could possibly still be favourites to win the game if it's deteriorating. Well, look, we've got a game and that is the main thing. It didn't look like we were going to have one uh, at certain stages today, especially when England lost... Uh, Three wickets with a score on 53. Uh, if you have missed any of the action, extended highlights are going to be available to you on the following on podcast feed. Also on TalkSport 2 at 9am as well as at midday. So uh, tune into that. It's worth listening to because uh, England have made a comeback of sorts today. Yes, they've been bowled out for 204, but they were at one stage 114 for nine. At 40s for the numbers, uh, for uh, well, the highest score of the match from England's at number 11. Uh, a not out, a red ink for Jack Leach, who made 41. They are the two top scores of, uh, of the innings. Three wickets uh, to Jaden Seals, two apiece to Roach, Mayers and Joseph. It has been one hell of a day. I hope you've been enjoying it uh, on TalkSport 2. And we will be back. The likes of Mark Nicholas, Matt Pryor, Darren Goff, Neil Manthorpe, Steve Harmison, Mike Atherton, Samuel Badri, Jared Kimber um, from uh, 1.30 on Friday here on TalkSport 2. Uh, thanks for listening. Roach again up to the crease. Bowls, nice in-swinger. Zach Crawley drives it down the ground. We could have the first boundary of the innings here. And that one is driven and caught by Brathwaite at extra cover. Mayers makes the breakthrough. And Crawley is gone. Looks a good day for batting, actually. I'm about to, to make way for Samuel Badri, I think, who is busily making notes. And Butch uh, is on the horizon as well. So I'll leave it to you, Manners. I'll catch you later. Transfers it into the right and goes, oh, he's nicked off Joe Root. He has nicked off the England captain. And Carl Mayers is wrecking England's top order here. 29 for two. The man with the golden arm has a knack for getting wickets and knack for getting big wickets. Truth is, West Indies got out. That has to be, isn't it? LBW, yes, the finger, the dreaded finger. Lazari Joseph is short, pulled, and it's gone straight back to the bowler. He's mistimed it completely. And Ben Stokes is shaking his head in disbelief. Here is... Um, Droats again. There's another appeal for a catch behind. And the finger's gone up. Alex Lees has edged it this time. England in all sorts of trouble at 53 for five. England in a real spot of bother. Joseph again beats him and nicks it. Yes, he does. Johnny Bairstow's a goner as well. England are in free fall in Grenada. 53 for six. England in disarray. Here's Jaden Seals in once again. Yes, bowled him. He's straight through. Ben Folks is cleaned up. 67 for seven. Well, another one goes. They will, the numbers on the what number would you have wanted if you'd been a player in the days of numbers on their backs? I did. Have, I, I'm not that old, man. I, I played number eight. Overton on strike. Bowled him straight through him. A nip backer. 
No problem for Kimar Roach. Pinpoint accurate, hits the seam. And that's too much for Overton to cope with. England, 90 for eight. England now in big, big trouble. Sills is in again on the, the uh, stumps of Chris Wokes, who has a half-hearted drive at the ball and is comprehensively beaten. 114 for nine. Darren Goff, here we go again. Holder again. That's a great shot by Jack Leach. I'm going to move that up to the shot of the day now, just because it's Jack. What a fantastic shot this is from Jack Leach. Here's Kyle Mayers again. Shaky Mahmood down the wicket now. He's launched it over long on, straight over the boundary for six. Oh, my goodness me, there was a massive mix-up there. Um, the part the um, applause is for the 50 partnership. At least we found our opening pair for the next test match. Leach and Mahmood got a ring to it, hasn't it? 76 runs this partnership now. Wide, flashed by Leach, up and over, and he'll pick up another four runs. He goes back past Mahmood. Alzari Joseph in once again, full and straight, and driven by Mahmood, down the ground for four through mid-off, and that brings up the 200. 200 up for England. Can you believe it? No, not really. I can't, <laughs> I can't. One run away from oh, the yeah! 50, oh, and he is yeah! just edged on to his own stumps. Can you believe it? Mahmoud's bowled for 49. England are bowled out for 204. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 